With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morancy. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates as we throw it down Sunday, bloody Sunday style, kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 204 as well. The madness is here and it's real. And we're not done yet, man. Ready for a little uh, Monday night meltdown uh, tomorrow night because we got a full slate of action uh, going on and it's already been crazy. But uh, we've got the Ducks first up against Iowa in the morning. Uh, 12 10 Eastern time is the tip off. And of course, the Ducks, um, the Ducks didn't play. They didn't play against VCU. VCU had to tap due to COVID, which I don't really understand what the point of Louisville being on standby was. I thought the whole point was if a team couldn't play, that Louisville was going to step up and in. I get like you don't advance a team into the Sweet 16, but they, they didn't play a game. You know, they, they, they didn't play a game. So uh, whatever it is, it is what it is. I mean, Louisville should have been dropped in there to play against uh, the Ducks. I thought that was the whole damn point. But, hey, what do I know? All I know is the Ducks are playing Iowa right now. 12-10, we're going to break it down. But Bano's going to step up and in. Big man on campus kicks it with us. Joe Lisi is always all fired up for some college athletics. And Lisi's fired up tonight, ready to bring it. Uh, we've got Gonzaga, 2.40 Eastern time on Monday the unorthodox tournament that is uh, this year. Uh, we've got more action on Monday. The weekend's not done yet. And, um, you know, similar to, you know, which Friday slate was kind of the slugfest and the grinders. And Saturday slate was sort of like more free-flowing and entertaining. Similar situation. You know, Friday's teams played today. And uh, now Saturday's teams are going to play tomorrow. So we've got a blue blood special tomorrow. We've got a lot of high totals tomorrow, even though unders are cashing uh, religiously in this tournament. Uh, you know, you got Oregon and Iowa, right? The total's 147 and a half. Got a total of 154 and a half. Oklahoma and Gonzaga, Abilene Christian. That's right, Abilene Christian and UCLA. Who who thought that UCLA or Abilene Christian were going to be uh, still playing right now? Well, they are, and the Bruins are laying four and a half points in that basketball game. The Ohio Bobcats surprised, not the world, because what is it with Virginia anyways? I guess, you know what, I'm going to take a future for Virginia to win the title next year. Remember, like, two years ago, they got bounced in the first game. They came back, won the title. Now they get bounced in the first game again. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Oh, the late night anger management class, March Madness style, full metal bracket. As the Beavers look to uh, smash more uh, brackets, the Beavers uh, getting it done right now against Oklahoma State late. And um, we've got Oklahoma State. Uh, we need Oklahoma State just to win this game. I don't care about the point spread, but I need Oklahoma State to win this game. And uh, we also need a couple of more points to hit uh, the over and an in-game over uh, that we played. If we can hit the overs, it'll salvage the Oklahoma State choke job uh, that's going down. All right, so this, you know, I guess I shouldn't be surprised if this game is, is as close as it is. It's been the theme of the weekend. Um, I guess we shouldn't be shocked that the Beavers are getting it done right now, considering the fact they've won seven of their last eight games. But this is this was not a good Beaver team this year. Big man on campus steps up and in and joins us. Big man, looks like we have another thrilling finish uh, in store right now, buddy. How you doing? Doing great, Gabe. Always good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, very good finish coming. And uh, I can't, t- can't say I saw it coming. Uh, I'm blown away that... Uh, Oregon State Beavers have played this well, but credit to them. They're playing a great basketball. It really goes to show the determination, grit, you know, desire. You see just, you know, you notice how the Beavers are sort of winning every loose ball, every sort of like 50-50 rebound they sort of get. That's not a coincidence, man. It's amazing to me how these blue chip sort of players sort of tighten up, uh, big man, and, you know, against lesser talented teams. Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, this has been a wild tournament. Uh, we kind of thought it would be, but, you know, there's still plenty of time. There's still two minutes left. You're down five, uh, you know, but Oklahoma State can't seem to get up and over the hump. I mean, they had it cut down a couple of times. You know, it, it was like three or five at one point, and you know, they really just haven't been able to get over the hump. It's been, uh, you know, kind of disappointing. But, you know, this tournament is wide open, really, outside of Gonzaga, so it's not surprising. Like, how many damn free throws does this Cowboys team miss, bro? They're, le- they're leaving way too many points on the court. That's one thing that Houston, they almost did. I mean, they had going into the final minute, I think they had missed seven or eight free throws. So, you know, they found a way to get it done. We'll see if Oklahoma State has the ability to do it. I mean, this is now, I mean, Oklahoma State has is, is missed 12 free throws. I mean, Wow. This is not good enough. I mean, and that's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah, you're down by five late, and you you, you left that many points on the court in in a close game, too, and now down six. Down six. It doesn't look like you stated they're going to be able to get over uh, this hump right here. 
They really should have. As you stated, it's inexcusable, bro. Even at the collegiate level, I get it. You're not going to be Steve Nash or Steph Curry hitting these things blindfolded. But come on, bro. You can't leave 12 points on the floor like that in a close game like this. Come on, man. And you look at the fact that Oregon State's 25 for 28. That's almost 90%. So that's the difference in the game. Yeah, but like how? How is like how are the Beavers not missing suddenly, big man? You've watched this team play. Like I know, like everyone's shocked about Oral Roberts and everyone's shocked about some of the results, but this is like surprising how well this Beaver team is playing. It's not like they're winning at the buzzer. Like they're playing well. They're making shots. Like they're going wire to wire here. Yeah, you know, I remember I remember a game earlier in December. It was probably right before Christmas. I remember Portland State, the Vikings, were getting like 15 points against Oregon State, and I said, Oregon State shouldn't be a favorite of 15 to like a Division II team, let alone a Division I team. And, you know, Portland State, you know, wire to wire had a cover. I'm missing Oregon State team that lost to Portland, the pilot. I think they had two or three wins this year. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any idea how this happened. Um, it's uh, It's been pretty impressive. I mean, you mentioned it, seven of eight. The only loss is to Oregon. You know, if they do move on, Gabe, and that is an if, I mean, they're, you know, they're up seven with a minute 20 to go. Um, you know, I have a, as you know, I have a big future on Loyola. I was praying Oregon State would win this game because I think, I think Loyola is a really good, that's a great matchup for Loyola uh, in the next round. But, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's impressive what Wayne Tinkle's done. Good, good, good end of the season for them. Yeah, that's that's amazing. As you stated, Loyola Chicago uh, would get the Beavers. But how about the Pac-12, big man? A Pac-12 that, come on, bro, everybody rips the Pac-12, the Pac-12 blows, the Pac-12 this, the Pac-12 that. If they win this game, they're undefeated. Like, they, they're still alive, everybody. Like, the Pac-12 is, like, the Big Ten is the one that is melted. You know what I mean? The Big Ten has collapsed. Uh, not fully, but you know what I'm saying? There's been a lot of losses and embarrassing. Like, that Purdue loss, is a, that's a disgrace. Losing to North Texas in the state of India, in, in Indiana like that. But how about the Pac-12, big man? People didn't see this coming from this conference. No, I mean, USC was kind of under the radar all year. I don't think anyone really knew how good they were. I mean, they took it to Drake yesterday. Uh, Oregon, you know, they didn't have to play. They scared uh, their opponent, seemed like almost. Uh, and then, you know, Colorado, I mean, they couldn't miss. I mean, yeah, it's been really impressive. I mean, we give the Pac-12 a lot of crap, but you know, at the end of the day, they're always – they always have four or five real solid teams. And, look, Oklahoma State came out of absolutely nowhere. But, yeah, I mean, all three of those teams are really good and all have the ability to, uh, you know, like Colorado plays tomorrow. I think they have a great matchup against Florida State. So I think, yeah, I don't know if it's just going to end. USC's obviously got, uh, you know, a pretty favorable matchup as well. So, um, you know, with Kansas, you know, Kansas isn't exactly fully healthy right now. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. They're going to keep playing well, I think. Well, speaking of ending soon, I'll tell you what, Big Man, I know you've been high on Loyola Chicago, and you think this is a better team than the last team, and damn, they're solid, this team, but the NCAA didn't want this. You know, they didn't think that Loyola Chicago was going to beat Illinois. They gave they, Loyola Chicago got a, got screwed with their seed. They should have been a higher seed, and... 
now, now they knock off Illinois and they still move on anyways and just, you know, picked Illinois apart. The thing that shocked me about that game was the lack of urgency from Illinois. Like, they just continued to walk the ball up the court and play in the Lila Chicago's hands. It was amazing to me. No urgency at all. Yeah, you know, and Ayo DeSumo really, I mean, not, not that he didn't play terrific all year, but he really melted in this game. I mean, he, he was a non-factor. I mean, nine points, he had six turnovers. Uh, he was just a complete non-factor. He only had eight shots in the game, which is, I mean, that's really a testament to, to the defense that they played. I mean, I said going into this tournament, I, they were the best defense in the country. They're just exquisite on the defensive end. And, you know, Krutwig, I, I thought, you know, he, he didn't completely hold a Coburn down, but he did a damn good job on the kid. Um, this team's great. I mean, they, they just move great with the ball. Defensively, they're elite. Porter Moses is a hell of a coach. And, you know, you look in that bracket all of a sudden, you know, Illinois is out, as you said. You know, Houston's going to battle it out at the bottom. Um, you know, who, who, you know, why can't Loyola go to the Final Four again? I mean, this team, I think, is top to bottom better than that other team. So, yeah, I mean, getting the one team was good out of the way. And you're right, you know, obviously they wanted Illinois to win. But you got to look at Ayo DeSumo gave nine points again and six, six uh, turnovers. It's not good enough. I agree. If you look at the matchup, if it is, if it is either a, a Houston or a, a even a Syracuse, you know, Lyle Chicago match up well with everybody. Like they just sort of do due to their style. Uh, unless you know, you like Baylor's Loyola. Yeah. The, I, the only way I see big men is you run at them. You don't set up shop. Yeah. You just run at them. You run. You run and bomb and, and take them out of their game earlier. And none of the teams in this in this bracket do that. I mean, that, that's the issue. Like in the next game, Oregon State will zone Loyola, and they'll get they'll get shredded. Yeah, I mean, that, that you know, Oklahoma State can't shoot ultimately. That's the big problem. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Loyola. I'm very happy. With Loyola. Yeah, there's left way too many points on the court here, and uh, it's nearly all over. But the crying, bring it. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Our goal. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Full is subtle, but profound. We want you, Sporto, to hold court at the company water cooler every Friday and Monday. Get it? That's the winning edge. All you gotta do is listen. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Do you have a gambling problem? No, I enjoy it. It's a hobby. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. 
All right, good news, bad news is I just had two parlays blown up for like $480 or something like that uh, with Oklahoma State. But I know I noticed all the fouling big men in this game. The refs were like, yeah, and there were there were a lot of fouls. So with the free throws, even Oklahoma State missed. I had the over before the game started. I thought it would be a higher scoring game. The Beavers have been shooting well recently, big man. I don't know what's going on, but um, so I like the over. Then I took an in-game over 148 and a half, so I ended up going 2-2. Two and two, And I'll tell you, 2-2 two and two is a hell of a lot better than 0-4, oh big man. I'll tell you that, as you know. <laughs> no, it's way better. It's just about kind of, uh, you know, doing what you can to, to stop the bleeding, if you will. L- listen, the truth of the matter is there's two things that Oregon State need to realize. Oregon State shot gave 32 for 35 from the free throw line, 91.5%. That's the difference in this game. You look at the first two opponents in this tournament, god-awful shooting percentages. Uh, they, they, they've been re- – you know, and I'm not going to take anything away. They've won the game, but they have been really lucky. that they, they have faced offense, just can't shoot. I mean, Oklahoma State tonight, 28% from the field, 28.6% from three. I mean, just, just, just laughable. I mean, laughable tonight. Um, they're going to get a big slap in the face, Oregon State, in the next game because Loyola don't miss. We should get a number any moment, probably within five, ten minutes. Uh, there'll be a number posted. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier off the top, Arkansas. Or it was 11 and a half now, 11, bouncing around. Uh, Arkansas, I'm surprised, big man. Are you surprised uh, Arkansas laying double digits to Oral Roberts? Yes, very. Uh, this will be a high-scoring game. on both offenses very free-flowing, as you know. Uh, going to go up and down. Um, there's no reason that this total shouldn't get into the 160s. If you like it now, I'd bet it now because it's not going to stay at 159.5. But, yeah, I'm very surprised at this. Uh, I don't really know what all Roberts has to do, Gabe, at this point. I mean, they defend at a, they've turned to defend at a high level. O'Banner and Acemas are terrific. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really get this one at all. In fact, I'm probably going to play this immediately. Yeah, and uh, I've, what's the other kid's name? Thompson. Thompson hit some big shots for them, too. Yeah. And um, the white kid with the tattoos came in and hit a couple of shots. They, You know what? They're, they're a deep team. And for the record, um, congratulations to Oral Roberts' most famous uh, alum. And that, of course, is... Uh, how do you Dewey and uh, Diddly Dewey is uh, Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Ned Flanders went to Oral Roberts and not in real life, but the cartoon uh, character. <laughs> and Ned Flanders' his house, he's that. got, yeah, like he's like Homer Simpson stole Ned Flanders' degree and crossed out Ned Flanders' name and put his own name in Oral Roberts University. You know, they should probably play up to that, but I never knew that. I did, I did not know this stuff, but Jazz and Kyle sent this to me on Twitter. I was unaware of this, but maybe this is why they're so good, uh, actually. They're focused. They're not smoking weed and, like, doing, like, playing, you know, beer pong and stuff like that. So, um, (laughs) at Oral Roberts, guys, men and women are housed in separate dormitory facilities on campus. Student access to housing of the opposite sex is largely restricted. In addition to having a chaplain on every wing of each dormitory, there's also residential advisors for each floor who who enforce curfew, big men. This isn't Arizona State, bro. This isn't like, you know, they're not shooting porn on on this campus.
Yeah, I never knew that. Uh, I know that Oral Roberts, I believe, is a, a Catholic school. I might, I could be wrong there, but, uh, you know, yeah, I didn't Christian, know that about Christian. that. Christian, Christian. seemed to be pretty... Uh, Okay. Yeah. Evangelical. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 No. It's it's not quite BYU, but it's close. Yeah. 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 I don't see. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. BYU. You're not allowed to drink soda. You're not allowed to drink soda. Even. That's a little like you know. You got to go confess. I'm sorry. I drank a Pepsi. I'm sorry, sir. I drank a Pepsi. Remember that dude? He turned himself in. Remember that. That cannot be BYU. To Brandon, Brandon Davies, Davies, I think, is. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had sex with somebody, and they, they kicked him off the team or something. Yeah, yeah he confessed, too. He he he, can, he turned himself in. He said, listen, I've got a girlfriend, and I sinned. I had sex with her. And they're like, you're done. <laughs> like, well, it's I'm pretty hardcore. This, wow, I'm seeing this on, on Or Roberts' uh, Wikipedia. All students are required to sign a pledge stating... They will live according to the honor code. Prohibited activities include lying, cursing, smoking, drinking, and a range of sexual acts. Wow. I never... Wow. Wow. That's not... I never knew that. Can't can't even swear, huh, these kids? How do they get anyone to go play there? Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) How about the tweet earlier, Gabe? How about that? Uh, Yeah, well, you know, it's almost too disturbing, isn't it? It's almost just like uh, for yeah for what for whatever reason, Babano uh, tweeted oral Bob is better than oral sex, and I don't know. Like I just tweeted out, I can't believe they won. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like. like but you know, speaking of which, Babano, Babano will join us a little bit a uh, little, little bit later on. Um, <laughs> we always a favorite, yeah, by uh, the way. Uh, yeah, what number? What do we have here? Uh, I'm just seeing they're a favorite. Someone on Twitter says they're a favorite. I don't. I don't have an exact number yet. Uh, someone saying Joel Osteen is an alum. Dude. Okay, that doesn't is, surprise me. Of of uh, of Oral Roberts. <laughs> like, no, I can understand. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, people uh, live. Um, Live, live the life that they want to choose. I'm not, you know what I mean? You want to abstain? You want to study and stuff? Good. Like, you know what I mean? world needs more people uh, with uh, that think with their brain. Think, think, think with their brain. But I'm just stating, if you're like a blue chip basketball player, it's not really the environment that you would think you'd want to go have to deal with. Having a team, having a chaplain check in in your dorm every night at 10 o'clock. Like... <laughs> It's not something, you know I mean, Com- compared to going to, like, play for UNLV or something where you hang out at Mandalay Bay all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see UNLV players all the time in casinos and stuff, too. Like, uh, the ones that are of age, it's like, well, they're legally allowed to do it. So what's, what's, what, what, what's the problem? So, big man, one thing I've noticed, bro, is just how much bad coaching there's been in this tournament, huh? Lack of adjustments. Yeah sense of urgency like talk to me about underwood today like you know just clueless like nothing no adjustments kept walking right into the liola wall um he went small with like two minutes left which was way too late you know it shocked me and then chris beard who gets a lot of hype and stuff and you know beard's been on a run before i mean how they made it to the national championship game um last tournament but what the hell did he do in the last few minutes of that game, bro? The Rutgers coach? I could go on, but Chris Beard at the end, bro. 
They, you know, you tweeted it out. They didn't go for a two-for-one when they could have. He didn't call timeouts. They didn't foul as quick as they should have. Just like one thing after another, wrong, 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 wrong. You don't expect that from Chris Beard and Texas Tech. No, that that was something I was going to bring up. Yeah, it, it was really odd. It was, it was something that he doesn't do ever. I mean, you could have made the case also, like, and even Barkley, who's not good with college basketball, pointed this out, that on the last possession, with like eight or nine seconds left, there was like a jumbled up mess at like the three-point line. You got to call a timeout there if you're you're you're, you're there. You got to you got to kind of the last two minutes were a complete mishegoss for for the for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I don't know, I don't know what that was. And you're right. I mean, there's been some really ugly. Co- I mean, even tonight with like Mike Boynton for Oklahoma State. I mean, there's just there's a, some really bad coaching going around, and I don't know I don't know how you fix it. But there's also been some really good coaching. You know, you look at a guy like Eric Musselman the other night, I mean, against Colgate. I mean, they were getting shredded. Um, he decided to press and, you know, completely changed the game up. So, you know, there, there's also some really good coaching in this tournament. By the way, Gabe, uh, Loyola, 6.5-128 wow. Arkansas State. That's higher than I thought it would be, too. I thought, like, four and a half type thing. Three and a half, four and a half. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. It, interesting. But you know what? I'm not going to blame the Oklahoma State coach because, you know, to be honest, bro, look, they created pressure when they dialed it up a notch. They did press. They created a ton of turnovers. It's not really the coach's fault. The kids can't hit free throws. Like, you know what I mean? That was it. Like, you can't, I don't really blame the coach. Like, the Oklahoma, the, the other games, I agree. The Oklahoma State thing, whatever. I don't really think it was adjustments. I think they they just didn't make shots. Bro, how many, like, four-footers did Oklahoma State miss? Like, they'd miss, like, they would miss the three-point shot. They'd get the rebound and then miss that. They'd miss, like, they missed at least half a dozen putbacks. As you mentioned, the 12 free throws, it might have ended up being more when it was all said and done. There was, like, a minute or two left when you said that. Um, a couple of air balls. Like, I don't really blame the coach. Rutgers, on the other hand, I do. Rutgers got too conservative. They had Houston on the ropes, guys. And Houston are, fr- are freaking resilient, man. Like, they're used to playing in these type of games. And they're battle, like, they just battle Houston. They don't they don't give up. Like, they missed a free throw. They got their own rebound. They're incredibly resilient. But Rutgers had them on the ropes, big man. And they went into that iso ball with, I guess, McConnell. And they went into the iso ball. They started draining the, the, the shot clock. Except the thing is, they only had like a four and five point lead. Like we'll get big man's thoughts on the other side of this. Uh, we're up against it as far as the break is concerned. But they they weren't up by that much. And it was like three minutes left. They're up by four and six. They slowed it down. Like they're up by ten or something. And then they kept getting bad shots because they they would kill the clock. But then they wouldn't get a good look at the end of the shot clock. And then Houston would chip away. And Houston did make the free throws late. Houston have a lot of guts, but they're not going to go much further. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Took you long enough to get here, Sporto. Now that you found us, keep it right here for sports news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. Late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. All right, I want to get to the games uh, with Big Man. He's going to check out at the uh, the top of the hour. We've got Joe Lisi checking in. We've got Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, uh, joining us as well. Uh, we're going to break down these games all night uh, long. So, uh, Big Man, let's get into um, let's get into tomorrow's uh, card. Unless you have something to add as far as Rutgers and Houston was concerned. Uh, our boy Roe is in the chat. Rutgers, uh, Roe. And I know Dan Strafford, a Rutgers uh, guy, and, you know, Spiro Dita's went to Fordham, but he sounded like he went to Rutgers. Dear God, I thought he was going to cry uh, when the game was over. But they had it. They had it. They took the pedal off the metal too early. Yeah, I mean, they were up 10 with eight minutes to go. Um, but that's not surprising with them. They are terrible offensively. And that's been an issue all year. That was an issue last year. That was an issue always. Um, you know, they have some really good players and a guy like Ron. But, you know, what happened to Ron Harper? I mean, Ron Harper had some, you know, good games. But the Ron Harper at the beginning of the season was long gone. I mean, Ron Harper was dropping 25 every game. Uh, Ron Harper didn't score more than 21 points the rest of the season. He really fell off as a player. Uh, he, they, people were talking about him as one of the best players in the country at one point. Um, offensively, it's just the same old stuff with Rutgers. Uh, just uh, just can't make enough shots. And, you know, again, Gabe, you know, you, you got to score eventually, and they weren't able to do it. So speaking of scoring, the total is 148 right now. Uh, the numbers have been sort of bouncing around for these games tomorrow, and understandably so. It's a pretty big marketplace uh, right now. But, of course, we're using FanDuel numbers. Iowa lay 5, 148. A lot of people think Iowa are vulnerable. Do you, big man? Is this a spot that Iowa are vulnerable in? Yeah, they could be. I, I'll tell you this. I took a little 147 already. I'm kind of just sick of not being involved with Iowa overs. You know, I mean, this team <laughs> yeah. is really difficult. To, they're, they're difficult to stop offensively. I mean, you know, if you double Garza, he's going to kick it out to shooters, and those shooters don't miss. I mean, get, remember, Gabe, they're shooting at almost 40% this year. They don't turn it over. Garza's a matchup nightmare. He can go out and shoot it himself. We know Iowa has defensive issues. I think one thing that needs to be talked about is Oregon has not been as good defensively this year as normal. Um, that zone has been able to be scored against. And yeah, I just think both offenses are going to have success here. This is an underrated Oregon offense. They've got to be chomping at the bit to get out there after their uh, COVID cancellation the other night. 
Um, I think this is a higher scoring game. Keep in mind, Gabe, Oregon, 17-9 and this year to the over. They've been a very good over team, weirdly enough. I think people have keyed in on the fact that this set defense is not as good as normal. Both offenses should have success here. All right, how about the Pac-12 now? 6-0 and after this, big man, against the spread. 6-0. and Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? And uh, right now, too, it's popping up all over the place. The Oregon State Beavers were picked uh, to finish last. <laughs> they were picked to finish dead last in the Pac-12 by the Pac-12 media. And uh, here they are sailing into the Sweet 16, um, except they get Sister Jean. And Loyola Chicago awaits them next. So um, you know, I hear you, big man. As far as Iowa, there's been they were they were a big over team earlier in the year, and then the numbers got too high, and then they were going under the number a bit. But like you said, the Grand Canyon game got there, and I didn't take it. It pissed me off. I did have the Lopes plus the points though, and this one, yeah, it's hard to bet the under here. I'll tell you that. What about the side? Any opinion on the Ducks plus five? They haven't played man since like last week. Yeah, I, I've kind of gotten to the point. I, that that Grand Canyon game is the last straw for me. I came out winning money. I don't know how we won with that. That was on the seesaw. <laughs> I know. Just it sat at like fifteen. I, I'm just kind of done fading Iowa. I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of tired of it. Um, I, I as you said, I think you made a really good point there. The totals were a little high. You were seeing a lot of Iowa totals, like one fifty five, one fifty four, yeah. one fifty six. This is more manageable, you know, 75, 74 is a winner here. So um, I'm comfortable with the number. I got 147, and, you know, I, I lean Iowa. I think they get the job done here. Um, you know, you got to wonder, maybe Oregon comes out a little slow, but, um, you know, Oregon's fully healthy now, and, and, and they could definitely hang right in this game. The, the number is a little rich. I think Iowa will win. Um, it's probably a pretty close game. I think, you know, it's funny. I think people are a little hard on Iowa all the time. More, you know what I mean? I think, you know, they, for what they've accomplished, a lot of people, even Jerry Palm, oh, they're going to lose wearing white jerseys, you'll see. So, um, you know, this, I don't, I don't know if this is a spot either. And I'm, I am a Duck backer as well. It's kind of a tough game for them. I don't know if the Ducks have the size. They're good at stealing the ball, and, you know, we'll get into the numbers later. But here's another total here, big man, Gonzaga. I mean, these guys have a better offense than some NBA teams do. And their total is 154.5. So to me, it really comes down to what can Oklahoma bring to the table here. Spread is 14.5 here. Gonzaga seemed to be on a mission. They've won 24 straight games by double digits. What do you make of the number here, 14.5, with the Sooners and the Bulldogs? Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one. I mean, Oklahoma going to be without Devion Harmon again, who uh, – you know, look, the fact that they beat Missouri, that was pretty impressive. I mean, Missouri's not great, but it's a tough team to beat. Uh, without Devion Harmon, who's kind of their do-it-all offensive player, he's a good defender. Um, that was a nice win. Um, you know, I, I kind of feel like this game screams like 85-70 or something. You know, that, that was kind of where I had it. You know, I, I know Sooner Lease is in the chat. I know she, you know, she's going to root in her Sooners, but, you know, this just seems just like a brick wall spot. I mean, obviously, you're not getting a ton of value laying any points with Gonzaga at this point. Um, you know, I've kind of had some success, Gabe, with Gonzaga playing um, their first half overs a lot of the time. They're the best high, they're the best scoring team in America in the first half. I think they're scoring 42 a game this year. You, know, you probably are going to get a pretty good price just because Oklahoma is a pretty good defense. Uh, maybe this number's. What did you say the full game total is? 
154 and a half. I think it gets there. And, you know, but, but, uh, big man, Gonzaga are minus eight and a half in the first half. Listen, it's 14 and a half. I think Oklahoma are decent, but I think it's almost value. I think it should be 16 and a half. I think Gonzaga are that good. And anything under 15, I, you, know, you said it, 85, 70. I got it a little higher scoring than that. But, you know, same type of ballpark. I think, you know, 88, 88, 68, 88, 72 type thing. I think they're going to cover. It's eight and a half for the first half. Put it this way. I wouldn't want to be taking eight and a half at Oklahoma. There's nothing against Oklahoma. But Gonzaga are that damn good. So it's eight and a half. And the first half total is um, set an even 73. Yeah, I mean, some, sometimes you have to just say to yourself, you know, like in a first half of this magnitude, like I just feel like Gonzaga's up by 10 at the break. And they should be. Um, this is the game where you, you kind of need all hands on deck if you're Oklahoma, and they're not going to have all hands on deck. I think they are going to get destroyed on the block by Timmy. Uh, if you know anything about Manic, he is a terrible defender. Uh, I think Oklahoma has real trouble in this game. Uh, I, I kind of like the first half a little bit. I, I have a feeling Gonzaga just normally is you know up 10. That's kind of what they do, uh, you know, 42-30 or something like that. I kind of like the first half a little bit. Get this one out of the way. You don't have to worry about late shenanigans. And, guys, this number won't come down. It's it's only going to go up. You know what I mean? Like, any, no one, no, the public aren't going to be betting Oklahoma in the morning, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be like, oh, I'll take Gonzaga. I'll take Gonzaga. So that eight and a half could be nine and a half or even ten. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to swing this actually right now. I'm going to play it for uh, before it moves. Um, you know, I'll believe Christian. Listen, credit to them. They beat the Longhorns. It's a pile of crap, that foul at the end. You can't call that. That's like, that's garbage. I don't know who the ref was. He shouldn't work another game for the rest of the damn tournament, that guy. Yeah, it's really pathetic. I mean, and I'm getting tired of it. I mean, it's every year, it's every sport, this, this constant ref show, every game. Um, there has to be an absolutely blatant call to make that at the end of the game. And look, no offense, but like it ruins the game too. Cause like no offense, but I know Texas didn't play well, but nobody really wants to see Abilene Christian in the next round. It's just nobody. Yeah, it's don't. true. We could have Texas versus uh, it, UCLA. Well, Imagine that. It to them. Even the network is like, yeah, are you kidding me? Great. We could have Texas UCLA. Oh my God. The ratings would have been massive. <laughs> Right, it's just it's brutal. It's a ter- it was a terrible call. You don't you don't ever make it. But look, Texas has no one to blame but themselves. I mean, twenty two turnovers is not good enough. I had, Gabe, I had Texas winning the whole thing. I love Texas. I was very high on them, but you know, ultimately they um they really just blew it. Uh, but yeah, I, Abilene Christian's going to have a lot of trouble in this game. UCLA is a much different matchup. I'll tell you who's coaching their ass off, and that's Mick Cronin. I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, having yeah. these kids play the way he does, I mean, it's it's not easy. That was a tough spot last night, coming off basically a day and a half before playing a really you know conservative BYU team, good offensively, big. That that's a tough matchup, and they took care of business. This is a tough matchup for Abilene Christian. They're they're, they're not going to be able to exploit UCLA the way they did Texas. UCLA has way better guard play, I think. They won't make the turnovers that Texas had. I think this is where Abilene's at road ends. Numbers too low. Ex- exactly. 
Uh, exactly, big man. And Mick Cronin, Mick Cronin has seen what Abilene Christian can do, right? Mick Cronin, Texas are a little finesse and soft, similar to their football program. Let's just be real, right? What's your thoughts on uh, LSU and Michigan? Michigan laying five. This total is creeping up now. And what do you? I think this number is probably going to creep up. People, people are expecting a run-and-gun shootout in this game with LSU and Michigan. LSU are pretty good, man. They've got some athletes. But I think people have underestimated Michigan, even without Isaiah Livers. People all oh, without Isaiah you know, They're still deep. They're still damn good. And they have size still in Michigan. It's a tough matchup, but I think the Wolverines get through. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I'll admit I took some five and a half already. I, I said before, I thought before the brackets when they opened, I thought if LSU could get past Bonaventure, I thought they had a real ability to knock off Michigan. You know, you're right. Uh, Michigan is still really good without livers. And, and, you know, Johns has actually been pretty athletic, pretty physical. But I worry in this game about matchups. I mean, it's weird because LSU is really like just isolation laden. I mean, it's guard play, put the ball on a court and do your own thing. Trenton NBA style. a tough matchup for Dickinson. Darius Day is a tough matchup. And Dickinson's had issues with fouls recently, Gabe. And that's that's my issue. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. You know, he he goes out of the game. It's it's trouble. Uh, Michigan is is really good and, and really, you know, great on the defensive end. But this is a tough matchup. This is the be- one of the best offensive teams left. They're starting to play defense themselves. I mean, they've been really impressive on that end, too. Um, this is a tough matchup for Michigan. You, as I said before, you want all hands on deck in these types of games. Livers would help considerably here. Um, I think there's some matchup issues for, for Michigan here against LSU. But, you know, for that matter, Michigan will have some matchup issues as well for, for LSU. So should be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's just a little rich. I think it comes down to the wire. Michigan hasn't played exactly well without Livers. So uh, I'm going to – and another thing, Gabe – I didn't think Texas Southern played half bad. Um, LSU is just is Texas Southern with just way better players. So this could be a real kind of stub your toe game for Michigan. They better watch. Oh it. yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm not overconfident or anything as a Michigan fan. Trust me. <laughs> anything but. <laughs> anything but. But I'm comfortable, cautious, cautious, not panicked. More with big men on the other side. Bring it. You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the internet. Eat technology grand. Keep it here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. You're listening to a different kind of sports talk. We're not just talk about sports, but talk about sports you can use. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
your management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Kicking it with big man on campus for a couple of more moments. Uh, unbelievable. Max Aismas and uh, Kevin O'Bonner. Uh, just a third uh, pair of teammates in NCAA tournament history. Each to score 25 points in consecutive games. Bryant Smith and Richard Morgan in 1989 for Virginia. And Gail Goodrich and Keith Erickson, 1965, UCLA. That's freaking crazy, man. You think of all the great players that have played in the tournament over the years and great, great teams with multiple great players. That's that's damn impressive. All right, big man. So before we get you out of here, uh, tomorrow's card, we got Colorado and Florida State. Interesting game. Uh, Maryland. Maryland are a weird team. Like Maryland, when they're on, like they're very good defensively, uh, but they've had, they had spurts this year where they were, they were flat on offense. They're getting five and a half against Bama. That USC Kansas game, you know that's going to be a sweat job, bro. The nightcap tomorrow night. What do you think about the rest of the games? If like, uh, what do you want to share with us on the way out? Uh, share some wisdom and a winner on the way out, big man. Yeah, I, I like Colorado. Uh, I was at the sports book today. I played Colorado plus one and a half. I thought, you know, I think you know betting against Florida State is always. Uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, tough to do just because they're always very big and hulking. But, you know, if there's a team that can match up with them, it's Colorado. Colorado, 99th in the country in height. They have some big, bruising, physical kids, which I think uh, Georgetown learned pretty quickly. I've talked all year about the issue that Florida State has, Gabe, and it's the fact that they don't have a competent point guard. Um, they turn a ball over left and right. Um, and they're running into a team that has one of the best point guards in America. McKinley Wright is as good as it gets. Um, I think just those two things, just the fact that they can combat the height that Florida State has, and they have a competent point guard. They're a great rebounding team, which is something Florida State doesn't do real well. I'm going to jump it on this Colorado team and starting to believe a little bit. I think this team is well coached. They have a leader on offense, and especially they're really good. Hey, great stuff, uh, Big Man. Follow Big Man on campus on Twitter, Jeff Nadu. And, of course, Big Man on campus. We'll catch up with him later in the week. Bring it. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.